0: Welcome to Bites of Light with Angel and Seth Rohr.
1: We provide bite-sized nuggets of wisdom to feed your soul, expand your awareness, and free your mind to help you create a more beautiful today and a brighter tomorrow.
0: Join us in our magical kitchen as we serve up another high-vibe snack for your soul. Welcome to another episode of Bites of Light, Snacks for Your Soul. And today we have one of our featured authors in our new book, Bites of Light, Evolving Leadership for the Spiritual Entrepreneur, Christina Dubois, welcome.
1: Welcome.
0: Christina and I have known each other for a very, very, very long time in this lifetime and in past lives. She has been one of my sacred mirrors in this life for myself, for sure. We have done some amazing work together but to take you back, I met her, you'll have to remember the year 2007, yeah. right after I have recovered from my traumatic brain injury, and I was recruited back into the gymnastics world. Take us back there, Christina.
2: Yeah, so 2007, that's when my children's gymnastics club had to, to move and separate, kind of have a new beginning. And our head coach at the time said, oh, we, I know this, my coach, my old coach, I need to bring her back in. And Angel was very reluctant at first to come back. And over the course of a couple of months, she finally agreed to come back. And we resurrected her trampoline and tumbling club.
0: Yeah, that was a very interesting time for all of us. I had retired and had been out for years. So to have this opportunity to step back in to a space that I knew that I hadn't finished my work, finished my goals that I'd set out when I first opened that gymnastics club. Um, and it was an opportunity to go back and heal some of the things that were left open and raw in that space. So yeah, the reluctance was huge, not only because of that emotional piece of not finishing what I had started, but I was healing from a traumatic brain injury. Mm -hmm. So to come back into that space that was loud and kids and, you know, high, high competition, that was huge. But having Christina there made the transition a lot smoother.
2: Yeah. So I was representing the board of directors. We were a very small club and yeah, together we pretty much ran it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it didn't take long. It's so funny. It's so funny. And I've had it happen again since I I stopped coaching how many years ago. I had it happen again in when I moved to BC. I love the sport so much coming into a space of, oh, why don't you just come and teach two hours a week and then well maybe it should be four hours because we can make it a a pre-competitive team and then a couple months later I'm head coach running the whole facility again this is a pattern (laughs) that has happened and you got me that happened (laughs) and then it almost happened again in BC and I'm like no this time I am truly done so, but I feel like you and I closed out that circle, closed out that, you know, we, we we did produce national champions that last year I was there. And I felt like that was a closed loop by the time we shut that gym down.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, and I then we I,
0: stepped into this ring.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, there's been, there's been a handful of people from my previous gymnastics career life literally it was another lifetime that have followed me into this in this realm where we're now working this this spiritual playground that we're all in together and you came along for that ride as well
2: yep somehow (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I think there were you know a lot of lessons a lot of growth a lot of discovering who I was in that time as well right
1: yeah I mean I think it's worth noting that you, you were both very involved in each other's lives for that period of time. And then there was a period of separation and then and doing work on your own. And, then, and now we're, it's kind of come back together and more work and more growth together. And the, the value in that for the listeners is just because there's separation from, from you or between you and somebody you've been in relationship with doesn't mean that that's the end. It's just the end for now.
2: Well, you and we've know seen how
1: that, that circular path is going to come back around. How they may come back into your life in a, a in a just a different way, maybe a more beautiful way, maybe a more supportive way, or just you know maybe just different, like I said.
2: Yeah, and and I would agree with that. And it hasn't been once. I mean, there's an ebb and flow of this. Yeah. Um, no separation, and then come back stronger, and then separation, and come back stronger, and 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 it's happened repeatedly. And you know, we we can't really know why, but. It does allow for growth on both parts (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you can come back stronger and, and go from there.
1: Yeah. It's part of that letting go of expectation and just letting things flow. The things that are supposed to be in your life will be in your life. The people that are supposed to be in your life will be in your life. It doesn't mean that they won't come and go, but just, yeah, allowing that to happen Takes all the the angst and frustration and and fear out, allowing that ebb and flow with everything, energy, people, all those things.
2: And oh, I think it's beautiful. Important. Yeah, <laughs> it even note that even in that two years, there was a huge amount of other letting go as as you know as we discovered who we were because in that two years uh, we both left our marriages. Right. So there, <laughs> that that was pretty huge learning as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so your story, you know, that's a perfect segue, the story that you wrote in your book, why don't you give the audience a little umbrella without giving too much away about what you're writing about in your, in your chapter in our book?
2: Okay, so I was married very young. I had children young. I was 20 when I got pregnant the first time, and i think for me it was about so what i wrote about was giving my power away and i did that in my marriage i've done it lots in life but i chose to write about a particular incident in my marriage and i don't want to talk too much about it but but really that was the idea it was giving my power away it was not being in control and letting somebody else define who i was mm-hmm so it's been a huge learning curve to kind of to to come out of that and I think that that story was very early in my marriage and it really set the tone for the next 15 years I think that once you once you do that once you teach somebody that that that's okay it's okay for them to do that to have that power and control over you it just snowballs from there I I think too I think now however many years later, I have a different perspective on it. I think that when I look back and I see that, that 21-year-old that was in that story, her perspective would have been very different if she was sitting here talking to you today. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that's something that I would like for young, young women particularly who might be in a situation like that, you know, to hear that maybe that maybe your perspective right now isn't the only perspective. And if something feels uncomfortable, it probably is. I know for me, I justified it so much. I would look and think that these behaviors that were maybe controlling or didn't allow me to be who I was were signs of caring because I think there's a fine line there, right? He'll say, oh, you can't do this or you shouldn't do that or you know, whatever it was maybe the way that you dress or, or whatever. And you're thinking, Oh, it's because he cares about me. He doesn't want me to go here or, or, or do whatever, because he cares about me. But those behaviors eventually you realize as they become stronger and stronger, that they are in fact, controlling behaviors. And, and we don't see it then, but it grows to the point that you can't control it anymore.
1: Yeah. I think that's a good, any, any time, you have to or feel the need to justify someone else's behavior that's worth looking into deeper because when somebody is loving and and compassionate and respectful of you you never have to go well they're doing that because right it just is like of course that just feels so good so anytime the well, it's probably because, or they're they. What they really mean is, it, that's mm-hmm. that's a, a great indicator that it's time to look deeper. Why are you feeling the need? What about it is uncomfortable enough that you feel the need to try to, to try to change it into something else?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and that's the justification. We're trying to create it into something else so that our mind can be okay with it when our body, our emotional body, our and our spiritual body are going, yikes, time out.
2: <laughs> and I think it's hard to figure that out. It's hard to navigate that when at that age, maybe you don't even know who you are yet. Right? Right. I would say that he and I were both so young at that time that we weren't yet the people that we would become. Oh, yeah. But so when you don't even know who you are, how do you grow into that person? And then, you know, as you as you both try to assert who you are and and you kind of feel like you can't do it openly and authentically, then you're going to drift apart. It's it's just not going to work.
0: Well, and with all you, the the programming that comes from childhood, you know we we go through this domestication as children, and you know if you don't come up from the most healthiest environment, you know you're going to choose somebody that treats you that way as well. And you know when you and I met. And I had some of your children as my athletes and was working with them. You know, I could see behaviors there. And then I could see, you know, your behaviors as leading. And it was like, you had these two different lives. You were this powerful, innovative visionary that I could work with and take this gym and do amazing things with it. And then when you were in your family system outside of the gym, you were a completely different human. And so I can remember saying to you, I'm curious about this. It doesn't seem normal. Well, that's my normal. What do you mean it's not normal? And it just really goes to show that everybody has their own set of domestication. And if you don't know any better, how do you know different? So for some of the things I think that were happening for you, that was your normal because that's how you'd grown up. And it did take a long time for you to understand, oh, there is actually, like you said, you didn't even know who you were because of, you know, the childhood piece as well, not just with your marriage.
2: Right, right. And I, yeah, so I think, I I don't think we really had a ton of stability growing up, moved around a lot, and that, that really impacts kids, I think, more than people think it does. Even if, even if you appear to be resilient and adaptable at some point, that's going to surface. That instability is going to come out and getting married so young and getting married in my, my first real relationship, really, I was looking for that stability and, but I didn't know what stability looked like. Real stability.
0: Right. Healthy stability. Yeah. Because you know, there, there was, there was on the surface level stability. Mm
2: Mm-hmm yeah absolutely you know there there were good things there were you know like like any relationship i think there's going to be good and bad yeah. um, but when you realize that that overall it's not serving you anymore it's time to make a change
1: yeah yeah relationships are i like to describe the it as like a bank account every relationship we have in our life whether it's our intimate partner or friends it's like a bank account and if all they ever do is withdraw And they're never depositing eventually that account runs dry right and and then you have to close their account because there's no more no more left
2: sometimes you're both depositing but if you're not depositing in the same currency it's not going to work
1: that's also good that's a good analogy (laughs) as well
2: I'm sure he's trying the way he knows how and I'm trying the way I know how but when we aren't speaking the same language
0: yeah yeah
2: then you know, then it's, it doesn't feel equal for either of us.
1: Right. Right. Well, and to, and to speak to what you're saying about, you know, the younger you, I mean, one of, one of my favorite sayings is when I knew better, I did better. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's real easy. It was real easy for me to go back and be like, man, I can't believe I would allow myself to be treated this way or subjugated in this way. And in previous relationships, but then I stopped and it's like, well, I didn't know better. And when I knew better, I did better. So I'm always doing the best I can with what I have in the moment. And I hope to continue doing better. Because mm-hmm. although life's great where I'm at, you know, this or better, how much more amazing could it be? How much more magical could it be? You
2: know, yeah. Like, so what I are love our 7 year selves, selves going to look back and say about us today?
1: <laughs> I, exactly, right. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, just learning to embrace the mystery and like, well, I wonder, I wonder what, what amazing things tomorrow is going to bring.
0: Well, and that's also what I love about your story. You know, people talk about, you know, when you're in it and you're doing the work, sometimes we forget to, like, come up into that eagle eye vision and overlook the timeline where you're just seeing, like, timeline dots, so you're not, like, in the muck of it, the, day, the day-to-day grind, and, you know, if if we have that eagle eye vision, like, from where you were, where both of us were when we first met to where we're at now... We're not even the same humans
2: yep that's so true
0: you know and i remember you know once we got you into your own space and and you know building your own security and stability in that base chakra it was what do you want to do well i want to go back to school and so you went on this really cool educational journey and not just in the emotional realm like science
2: yeah. Right? Absolutely. I, I, yeah, learning is definitely an important part of my life. I think it always will be. But I haven't found a job that's just going to pay me to learn yet. Right.
0: So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so there's more to it.
0: So since then, you finished what degrees? Where, where are you at, educationally?
2: So I have my health science degree. Also studied, while I was there, gender studies. Recently, before, right before COVID hit, I went back to school to become certified as a holistic nutrition consultant, also master Reiki.
0: So you kind okay. of went from, because I remember you saying that you wanted to first be a doctor. Yeah. And then there was a space of, do I really want to be in the Western medicine world? Yeah. And you made a switch over to the more holistic side.
2: Yes. But I also think that I don't think that one way, uh, just just looking at at one path, one direction is going to solve everything. Not that I can solve everything, right. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we have a full understanding with just one perspective. I think that to really understand something, we need to look at it from different perspectives. And I think that some of our answers and some of our solutions are in that space of overlap in that bridge. So for me, I think it's really looking at science and how that can support some of these, what people call alternative medicines. And and so many things that used to be considered alternative are becoming more mainstream today because science can support them. And I think it's important to be able to distinguish when when you look at something that might be controversial to understand what is the science behind it? How does it work? How does that work together? Just to understand the legitimacy of it and and to be able to bring it to to the broader community.
0: Well people with that that concrete sequential logistical minds, they need that. right there's, there's some of us that just know it in our bones that it's truth. If your intuition is open when you when there is something that is presented to you, your red, light, green light, this, that internal knowing will go that's bullshit. actually that is clear truth. right So but if if you can't rely on your internal knowing to that depth, to be able to have that translation in another language that you understand you know science we all went to school you know we all have that foundational basics of that when you can bring it into those words then sometimes that will for people go okay I can hear that I, I can agree to that now mm-hmm. if,
1: if they're ready though I mean, if they're ready quantum quantum science is is showing empirical evidence that is supports how manifestation works that nothing exists until we put our attention on it and these and it literally comes out of nowhere these particles appear once we put our attention on them but if you're not ready to accept the fact because it still feels too abstract I mean, but science is still supporting that, and really, magic is just another word for science not yet understood. You know, fire used to be thought magic because they didn't understand how it works. Well, we understand how it works now. But if everybody really is honest with it, the way the human body works is magic. Mm -hmm. Science understands that there's electrical signals in our body that are being sent and received, and that's how our senses work, and that's how we move our muscles. But they have no clue where this electrical signal comes from, and they just kind of like brush by that, like, yeah, we're just like we're not really going to talk about that part because we don't understand it. But they know it's there, Yeah. You know, but they don't want to admit that that's outside of their knowing when it's obviously real, because the difference because we're a alive, a live human <laughs> and a not live human is that electrical, electrical conductivity,
2: right? And and that so is so the cosmic being the that we are of understanding consciousness either. Yeah. There's so much that they don't, and and there is such a thing as, as faith-based evidence as well, and it's not recognized in the scientific community. So it's, why is it that we give scientific-based evidence so much credence, but nothing to faith-based in this society?
0: So that, that is a conditioning. That is a very good question yeah. for humanity to consider.
1: It's well, and I and I think it may come down to the fact that the, our faith has been betrayed by people who have miscreated. With because faith based is you are going with trust, Absolutely. and when you put your trust in the wrong person, or a person who misuses that trust, then your trust becomes fragile. And then if you say, well, the last time I I I went with the faith and the trust. It was betrayed. So, you know what, I'm going to stick with the the part where I can see it, where I can prove it with my eyes and my five senses, which science has proven to be very limited and almost completely worthless on the bigger scale. <laughs> well,
2: how many things in science even changes, you know, things that we knew to be true a hundred years ago may not be true yeah. today as we discover new things. So, you know, where does that leave us?
0: Right. It leads us coming back into here and trusting our own innate internal wisdom
1: right don't trust another person trust yourself that's we have to get back to that trusting self and our own intuition piece because i i agree with you that you know holistic medicine and western medicine one's not right and one's not wrong <clears throat> they just they're they both and, and holistic healers are i think on a lot of levels are just as at fault. Because mm-hmm. there is technologies that benefit the human body. Like technology is not our enemy. Miscreation with that technology is the caution. Technology is there to help us, to help us achieve higher and greater, faster and, and more easily. I mean, there have been technologies on this planet beyond our comprehension that have been wiped off the face of the earth for whatever reason that will come back because they were miscreate, you know, they were misusing it and miscreating with it. So it's taken away. And we're working back towards that so not to say that those scientific based and western medicine is is bad stay away from that it's be all holistic i think that like you're saying that that either or one or the other mentality is also not
0: mm-hmm. both, it's not it still causes division right you know we can collectively work together to find solutions through respect and love it doesn't have to be one or the other you know, and I, it's been really cool to be able to hold and witness your evolution as friend, family, student, like the whole thing, you and I have shared so many different hats for each other. And I do believe that's where true, true authentic relationships are born from when you can experiment with each other and, and provide different rays of light for each other to learn you know, I, I do believe that when you find people that you can dance that agile dance with, those are soulmates, those are soul contracts that were made before you came here. You know, we've walked through some pretty interesting fires together and came out the other side stronger and clearer. And now we are here writing this book together.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna open more doorways and, and new paths
0: exactly and so as you are evolving into this sovereign being you have walked through you know your trauma space and have kind of found this holistic healing space that is is that's kind of where you're going to be birthing your medicine from stepping into this nutrition world
2: right right
0: so out of all the things like you did do this medical degree. There was like kind of doctoring in the back of your head to transition into nutrition. Where did that come from? What, what's, what, what sparked that new passion?
2: So I think it, it came from a few different places. I think one was, well, one was just, you know, seeing, seeing my parents aging not so gracefully in The end of 2018, my dad fell and he broke his hip and he had a hip replacement and he didn't heal well. He didn't heal from it. It it led to strokes, some other things. Within about six months, even less, he was no longer communicative, he couldn't talk, he didn't, he he couldn't understand, he couldn't, he never walked again. And he was, I think, maybe 70 or 71. He was 70, I think, when he fell. So that's not terribly old in today's world. And I thought, wow, you know, here he was. He's an ex-marine. He's he used to be ridiculously strong. I can tell you stories about him carrying a gas stove by himself up the stairs and 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 a fall. A fall did this to him. And yeah, July 11th, he, he passed away and I think that was a a pretty big, pretty big thing. And then just seeing my mom as well, not healthy. She's, you know, before, since she was in her early thirties, dealing with diabetes really badly, she's had complications from that. She's had a ridiculous number of eye surgeries from degeneration. She's, she's had heart issues in the last couple of years and and I look at that as well and it's not where I want to be in 20 years from now so something had to change you know and, and I could look in the mirror and I could see I was following the same path so the year my dad died is, is actually when I I started going back to the gym well I say back to if if I haven't been since I was like 18 I don't know if that's going back <laughs> <laughs> so, so I started that journey. And at that, at that point, when I started at the gym, like I had already lost some weight and I thought, well, you know, how can I be healthier? And I thought I need to go back to school. I, I need to study something. What do I need to do? And so, so all of these things, even the gym, it just, this particular gym just kept jumping up in my Facebook feed. Okay. Okay. Fine. I'll answer it. I'll see where that leads. And then this nutrition thing, also popped up, I think there. And I just thought, well, I don't know about this. Did a little bit of research and I, and I didn't think too hard on that one. And I just thought, well, if I can make this work with work, sure, I'm going to do it. It's only a year. I'm going to do it. So it was just following that intuition that whether I'd make a career out of it or whether it was just going to be benefiting me, I didn't really know, but I jumped into that. And COVID hit halfway through. So working full time and doing that through COVID, I didn't have to experience COVID the same way as a lot of other people did. It probably saved me a little bit. But yeah, it was more intuition than anything, just seeing it come up a couple times and thinking, okay, maybe I need to do this. And yeah, so it's been an interesting journey. And now I'm I've been sitting on that education for a couple of years. And I think it's time to take some action. So not hundred percent sure what that's going to look like. I think at first I kind of I, I would block myself thinking, oh, it's COVID and, and you can't see people in person and and how can I ever do this? But our world has evolved, mm-hmm. and like you said, technology is our friend. It's here to help us. And so now, I think that that's actually opened some doors where now I can see that 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 you can reach more people. You know, a, a much much larger range you can reach people all over the world, like you've done in in this book. Mm -hmm. So I think there are some great opportunities. And so, yeah, that's, that's something that I'm working on launching now.
0: And what is the new name of your business? Where can people find you?
2: So the new name is cosmic vitality, nutrition and wellness. And I think we'll be doing some videos to start with. To introduce myself to the world. And I think we'll see where that morphs, where it goes. Yeah. So for me, I think there's always going to be a holistic component. There's going to be that, like the micronutrient nutrient component. And, And how do you apply that? Like, like, what does it mean for the average person? So I think talking about some of that and, you know, there's, there's a scientific component to that as well. So it sort of merges all my worlds together
1: yeah well I want to commend your your courage and bravery because that is I mean you are walking it that's
2: not knowing and
1: taking action anyway not knowing where it leads and taking action anyway like that is that is courageous and that is what walks us to the places where we're meant to be doing the work that we're here to be so definitely want to commend you on that It's, it's beautiful
0: to see it well and you truly have had the hero's journey you know there's I'm, I'm hoping eventually in your, in your future that, you know, there is a book and there is, you know, you, your story is movie worthy and I have been honored to be on this journey with you and to help you along. And just as much as you've helped me, it literally has been this reciprocity back and forth and I'm really excited to see what you create because I know what we've created in the past before and we weren't in this space that we are now. Look out world, (laughs) there's some new stuff's coming and it's really exciting. And I'm just so happy you said yes to this project and stepped in with us and it's gonna be great to watch you birth this next piece of medicine into the world. So thank you for saying yes to us again. (laughs) some more yeah and for our listeners if if you want to get a hold of christina or reach out and see what she's up to we will have her website and contact information in the link below
1: Yeah, in the show notes
0: thank you very much for being here christina thank you and for our listeners we will see you next time all our love all our love
1: Thank you for sharing your time and energy with us. The best way to help us spread this message is to rate, review, and subscribe.
0: This episode impacted you in any way. Share it with others. Post about it on social media or put something in the comments.
1: Also, check out our website for upcoming events and books at www.roarrevolution.com. All our gratitude and love. All our love. See you soon.